Welcome to Wrestling Now. I'm your host. I'm Lloyd. Hello, everyone. I'm well, Happy New Year, number one. I hope you had a great holiday. Hope your family and everything went well. Hope you're kicking the new year off really to a um, brand new Genesis. And I was wondering if anybody wants to talk about wrestling. I do. Uh, no, I missed. Um, I wasn't uh, exactly. I didn't post my normal uh, post uh, podcast for AEW Dark and Dynamite, but I'm gonna do it right now. I'm gonna do the AEW Dark post uh, post show review, and uh, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start it off the, uh, this past week's show, uh, last week's show tonight, and I'm gonna go over some of the matches. Uh, they had a good number of matches here. Uh, then I'm gonna go, and then I'm gonna post the post AEW Dynamite show, most likely after this podcast, so that way I can bring give you the information on what happened on Wednesday night as well. If you didn't get all caught up, Wednesday night was a very emotional night um, in the wrestling world. Uh, but uh, but right now I'm gonna give you AEW Dark. So, um, a part of the 14 matches that we had that evening, the very first match was, um, was a singles match. It was Vari Morales. He had, a, he made his AEW debut versus Ray Phoenix. It was a cool match to, um, two small guys, high flyers going at it. That's always cool to watch. Even, even on AEW Dark, Ray Phoenix won the match. Lindsay Storm, she's moving her way up and down the roster, but she's like going three, I believe. Uh, she's a new up and comer. She's she's in a few matches already, um, but she went against Penelope Ford. Fortunately, Penelope Ford won this match. Then we had a tag team match. It's uh, Silver and Reynolds three and four versus Sean Dean and Tyson Maddox. This is the first time for Sean Dean. And Tyson Maddox to be paired up, but Sean De- Sean Dean has been paired up with numerous people. This is the first time with Tyson Maddox. It's I mean, needless to say, Sean um, uh, Silver and Reynolds won this match. It's just a little prep, a little buffer match right before they get to uh, right before they get into the Dynamite uh, show. Where they have oh, well, everyone on the well, every, all the Dark Order uh, members were in a match last uh, on Wednesday night, so they're prepping them all up, making them look good. Anna J for like Anna J for instance, she went against Jasmine Allure, who was 0-1. Uh, she made her debut last week, um, and now she's 0-2. Anna J beat her with the uh, the the, the Queen Slayer that uh, that sleeper hold. Basically, like, basically, she just like spider, like she just cradles a hold up, like she puts a death grip on her, and she doesn't even like go. There's no, there's nowhere to go when she gets when she puts that that queen slayer on you. So then, after the women's match, there was a a, a segment, um, one of those talk show segments. It was the waiting room with. Britt Baker and uh, Reba slash Rebel. Uh, their guest was Matt Seidel. <laughs> it was pretty funny because she was going at Matt Seidel and 
how he was in a win streak, but, you know, but all the people that he beat during his win streak were a bunch of nobodies. It's pretty funny. It's, it's sad but true because, you know, they're all dark matches. And he be, and pretty much all the main guys who are on dark, they win their matches. So she had a point right there, which is funny. And and then there were, he was going on about Cody Rhodes and, and how he's going to face Cody Rhodes on Wednesday night. And But, uh, but eventually he's going to have his night with Cody Rhodes. And, so most likely it's going to be during this um this Wednesday night they're on this show uh, this up, up and coming Dynamite after the new year so I think it's Bash 1 Bash 1 or Bash 2 I think it's the first one Cody Rhodes is going against Matt Seidel so he pretty much prepped this match on AEW Dark that was pretty cool man on the segment on the waiting room and then we all, and after that was over because they pretty much ended with Matt Seidel uh, the, we had a trios match. Uh, you know, you can never get enough of those. I, I'm, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, they're prepping up for the trios division. There is a trios division on the way where there's going to be a trios title as well as a tag team title. Now, for the women's division, I'm, I'm not confirming anything, but I'm definitely confirming the trios championship. It's a, it's a championship that's very highly highly looked upon especially in other companies the one that it really got popular with was lucha underground they really did a great job of doing a trios champion which it's funny one of the first ever trios champions were um uh, evilies <laughs> angelico and um son of havoc but son of havoc is not on the show i don't even know who that would have been if it was him on the show but it's pretty cool. Like, yeah, but two of the three first, two of the three trios champions that were on that show is on AEW. That's cool. I find that pretty fucking cool. And then now well, they're starting a division of trios, I mean, it's a shame that they don't work together again and, and they don't do like intergender trios, which they should do like on Dark. That would like, like on Lucha Underground, the way they did it. They did it sp- like spectacularly. Like, it was spectacular the way they did it. It was so good. It was so done. It was so well done. I hope they do it well here in AEW as well. Well, back to the trios championships. I mean the trios match. Um, pardon me. Uh, we have Ryzen, Nick Cordero, Nick Comoroto, and James Tapia making their AEW trios debut. And then the. I mean, these guys have all been running around the roster. It's just this is the first time they were paired together in a trios match against Cage, Powerhouse Hobbs, and Ricky Stars. Basically, Team Taz. I feel bad for those other three guys. Team Taz won this match. Now, who, in my opinion, will win as far as trios champions for the very first time? The first trios champions, I have a feeling it's going to be... Jungle Express. I don't know why, but I have I've been calling it since last year, and I'm gonna call it again. I'm gonna say it's Jungle Express. Okay, back to AEW Dark now. Fuego del Sol was in a singles match, oh and six ver, uh, versus Griff Garrison, five and sixteen. First time Griff got well, not first time, but this is one of the few times you got to see Griff Garrison in a singles comp in singles competition. It was cool, even Peter Avalon. Was on commentary, um, talking about putting him in his uh, pretty pretty pageant 
I don't know. I can't remember. I don't know how Excalibur calls it, but you guys know what I'm talking about. He's doing his little pageant, his pageant search, and Griff Garrison was one of his uh, contestants. And so he was sitting there doing commentary wonderfully. And, Gr- while, and then while Griff Garrison won his match, and he won his match, post-match, Peter Avalon walked up to him, told him he wanted to recruit him and give him his uh, photo shot. Well, it's like like what Hollywood people do, and then he just threw it into the ground, and he was so offended, and then Griff Garrison just walked away. So I don't know, maybe there's going to be a match between Griff Garrison and and pretty Peter Avalon, which is fine with me. Something entertaining on AEW Dark. They're coming up with new and better ways to make Dark more exciting. Um, Santana Ortiz, very rare see those two together they were in a tag team match against terrence and terrell hughes the sons of uh devon dudley that uh, basically their name is tnt and uh, it was actually a pretty cool match we actually got a chance to see this uh this um the 3d move that was pretty cool man and um yeah to see his sons do that move is pretty awesome even like after 15 years later or 16 years later after they were doing all the, when they started and they were doing those moves like now you see their kids doing it. it's cool man that was pretty fucking cool they didn't win the match but just to see just to see the 3d move it was pretty cool um aaron solo was in a singles match he wrestled against Sammy Guevara. Sammy Guevara won the match. But in post-match, Sammy Guevara cut a promo about how how he worked hard to get where he is. And some people were spoon-fed into this business and he wasn't. He worked hard and how he's going to work his way into becoming world uh, a champion someday, whether world champion or TNT. But he promised a championship in the near future so just uh pay close attention ladies and gentlemen uh tag team action we have the chaos project versus ariel levy and (laughs) el cuero del puerto rico oh i can't believe that's that's real that's a real wrestling name hey they made their aw debut the other night and they lost against the chaos project Cuervo del Cuervo de Puerto Rico. I don't know. Nothing special to me. I don't know. He's no one special to me. I don't think. Just because, of the, I mean, it's such a cool name, but the guy, the character wasn't as cool as the name was. So I don't know. Wasn't really much for me as far as development. Then we had a women's another women's match, which was cool. It's always good to see women's matches getting thrown in. Leva Bates versus Maddie Renkowski. She made her debut last week as well. Um, I like Maddie Renkowski. It looks like she can move her way up the card. She she could definitely be developed. She gives me a vibe. Um, like she reminds me of uh, the fashionista. Um, uh, Diana Peraza. She reminds me of her so much. So she has charisma. Maybe one day she can make it and do something with herself. I don't know. We'll see it. But Maddie Rankowski has it, though. She lost against Leva Bates in a really cool and uh, 
a very amusing match. <laughs> Diva Bates always makes it fun. It's AKA Blue Pants, if you guys don't know who that is. Then uh, Danny Limelight. I'm telling you, that guy's always going to put in some some really good matches. I like Danny Limelight. He's moving up the card. All he needs is the right gimmick or, the, or a person to speak for him or for him to speak better. One or the other. Something needs to happen, and then he becomes the star. He went against Matt Seidel, and Matt Seidel won. But let me tell you, Danny Limelight puts on a great match, no matter, no matter against who he goes against. That's the one guy you definitely need to look at. Oh, yeah, here we go. Ty Conti, one of my favorites here. She went against Vert Vixen in a very, very physical match. Uh, Ty Conti won, of course, with all her strikes and her blows that of her like jujitsu style, judo style. It's it's scary, man. A little girl like that, she packs a fucking punch. I like to watch her wrestle. With, and with only three years of wrestling experience under her belt, that's pretty, that is pretty amazing. Then... Um, <laughs> We got, a, I believe, another trios match. We had Royal Money. That's a real wrestling name. Mike Verna and Baron Black. He's been around in the roster. He's throwing around. This is, they're making their AEW trios debut. They went against all three members of the Gun Club. And we all know who won this match, the Gun Club. No, needless to say, there's no, there is no discussion needed when it comes to the Gun Club. When they are in the match, they win. I, th- I pretty much think that they're under-fucking-defeated. Ever since they've been put together as a tag team. So I don't know whether they should be given a title shot or not. But they've been left on the card just run, making ta- uh, just winning tag team matches every week for fucking almost a year. And still nothing has happened with them. So something needs to go on with the gun club. Either give them their shots and let, them get a, and let that be over with them. Or let them start a feud with someone who matters. I mean, I understand they have a younger son now, Colton, and he's getting developed, but do something with him. Don't. I mean, I guess Billy Gunn is watching them closely on his own. I guess that's why they haven't been touched against really any other tag team, any other big tag team. So I don't know. Keep I'm keeping a close eye with them, even though they're really nothing exciting to me. As far as the tag team's concerned, but Billy Gunn by himself, like I said, anytime he goes on a singles run, I'm all, I'm all for it. All right, then we have the main event, SCU, who's on the brink of breaking up because I mean, basically that's what Kazarian left it up. He left it up to Daniels uh, last week by saying that, I mean, one more loss and it's over for them. Uh, they went against the Hybrid 2, which is not an easy team to beat. Hybrid 2, wow. And Helico and Jack Evans, one of my two favorite wrestlers in all of the company. Just because of both of what can they do, because of what they can do, and they're definitely hybrids. Because they're definitely hybrids because they do totally, two, totally different things. One is a submission specialist, while the other one's a high flyer. So, bam. You don't see that. You don't see that very much in wrestling, and those guys are very fucking underrated. And I talk about that very passionately. Those guys are underrated. They should be tag team champions. If not, they should come up with a, with another with another division of champion the tag team tag team championships, and they should be definitely given those championships because those guys deserve it. They're great. They're a great tandem. And you don't get tag teams like that in, in, in any generation. So to have them in our generation, they need to be really recognized. I'm sorry, guys. I really I really feel struggling about that. And they're still underutilized. Uh, 
But they went against SCU. They had a, they put on. I mean, it's one of the best dark matches I've ever seen in AEW dark with anyone and against uh, SCU. But SCU prevailed, man. Uh, looks like they're still trying to go on their run to try and become tag team champions or end their run whenever a loss comes. So stay tuned because that something will something will come about this. There will be some kind of result, good or bad. We're gonna see it. And that was AEW Dark, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for being patient and waiting for my next show, um, for my next podcast. Um, stay tuned. I will be giving you the post AEW Dynamite uh, for to, uh, for December thirtieth. I will give you that one. Hopefully tonight. Uh, if not, I will try between tonight and tomorrow. And I'm sorry, I, I feel a little behind. It was my son's birthday, and I wanted to, and uh, we took a trip to Cape Canaveral, so that was really cool, and uh, and uh, needed that time so that way, and it happened to fall on that those two dates. But you know, family first, so I have to take care of that. But I'm definitely gonna be back and doing my podcast week after week. I'm gonna be here. I don't know like everyone else, but I'm gonna be here. So don't be worried. Thank you all for your support and have a great evening. Happy New Year.